What is up everybody, Sean Sheehan back here with the latest edition of the Sherdog.com betting show as we look forward to a big weekend in the world of mixed martial arts to huge bantamweight fights on top of the Bellator and UFC cards this weekend. We have the champion Sergio Pettis taking on Kyoji Haraguchi over in Bellator and the legend himself, Jose Aldo, takes on Rob Font in uh, the UFC at the top of their card um bellator friday night you'll see saturday night so it's great a whole uh, a whole weekend of mixed martial arts for all of us and i'm here today to give you my top five bets four bets that i take with and a fifth one a flyer a big a big money bet uh which uh may or may not win but sure we'll have a bit of fun with it anyway um please bet responsibly if you're listening to this don't bet more than you have don't bet more than you can afford and even bet less than you can afford to bet this as well for me. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a betting expert. I am an MMA uh, a media member who's been doing it for seven or eight years, uh, and I look at the fights. I look at who I think might win or may win. You know, maybe you'll get an idea not to back someone from this rather than to back one. But I'm no betting expert with units and all of that. So please don't take any serious betting t- tips from me. You might get a tip or two in terms of the fight and how I think it will go. Uh, but other than that, yeah, don't don't take this too seriously. But uh, let's have some fun and let's look at some of the odds here. So I'm just going to get straight into it. And I'm going to give you my first bet. Uh, and I'm going to start at one of the main events. And I'm actually going to end with one of the main events as well uh, with my flyer of the week. Uh, but my... Um, my first bet of the week is going to be Kyoji Haraguchi to win at uh, minus 170. I feel a bit bad because I only talked to Sergio Pettis there about an hour ago. Um, so I feel bad picking against him. But it's one of those fights I just think... Look, I easily could have picked Pettis at that price, uh, plus 145. But if there, I, I kind of asked myself, if there were even money, if they were both the same exact price, who would I have picked? And I probably would just pick Haraguchi. I just think at this stage of Haraguchi's career, and I know he's had the injuries and everything like that, but I just think it's going to take the very, very best in the world to beat him. You know what I mean? It's like, and I know he's lost to, to Kai Asukara and he came back and he won that fight again, but I, I like, I think... I honestly think where Haraguchi is at the moment and the ability he has at the moment, it would take, you know, a, a Mighty Mouse, a Cejudo, someone like that, a Yan, at the very top of their game to beat him. And now I do think Pettis is very, very good. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying Pettis, you know, is not a worthy champion in Bellator or anything like that because I, I absolutely do believe he is. I think he's a very, very good, uh, very, very good fighter and he deserves to be in the spot where he is at the moment. But I just do think Haraguchi is kind of on that level where... He, you know, you have to prove that you're in that level before you can beat him, if you get me. Like, I I think his attacking game is just phenomenal. Really, really good. And I think to be able to break that down and get your attacking game going is going to be very hard. Like, it's funny, when I I said I was speaking to Sergio... I, I kind of asked him about his countering game against Haraguchi, and he didn't really answer that question, but he he went and said, like, I'm going to I'm gonna break down Haraguchi, and I'm going to attack him. And I was like, oh, well, that's obviously something, you know, he was thinking about, and obviously something that is part of his game plan coming in here, that he wants to get the center, and he wants to push forward against Haraguchi and try to kind of own the middle of the cage and own the, the kind of the... Um, the uh the space of the fight or on the tempo of the fight something which i talked about on, on my preview it's probably probably already be out by this stage on our youtube as well um and i look that's that's not necessarily a bad idea i don't think you know um 
the only problem with that is I don't think he'll be able to do it. I don't think he'll be able to stop the forward motion of Haraguchi. I don't think he will be able to, you know, catch Haraguchi in such a way where um, Haraguchi's offense is uh taken you know taken down notches i just don't think it will he will be no no he will in part he will and i think his countering game is probably a better way to do it than his actual offensive game itself but i do think um i do think if he does try to take the center and try try to win that battle with haraguchi i you know i don't think it'll go well for him to be honest i really don't i do think haraguchi like i i expect this to go long i think it'll probably be a decision maybe a little bit longer i was looking at decision prices they weren't great uh but yeah i and i've spoken about this long enough so maybe i leave it at this but i do think haraguchi will just be a little bit better than than pettis i could see pettis maybe winning a couple of rounds late um but i do think haraguchi will have enough maybe in the first uh three or four rounds uh to win to win this one but a fantastic fight in my opinion the fight of the weekend uh maybe fizzaya versus riddell is up there as well that's a fantastic fight as well but this is a this is a real real top level fight and i'm uh, i'm really really looking forward to it. uh right bet number two i'm going for jamal hill here to win uh by a decision or no sorry no jamal hill to will straight up sorry at uh what i've what have him as their plus 165 uh he is over jimmy crute now I was kind of surprised when I saw that Jimmy Crute was a minus one ninety favorite on this, and this is one of those things that I'm, I've mentioned on this show before. I quit, have a quick scan down through the best, just look at their prices and see which ones kind of surprised me a little bit. And this was the one that stuck out to me. No, actually, none other really stuck out to me. I think they're all pretty, pretty uh, fair, other than this. And now I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm not ready to write off. Jamal Hill yet. I think he's one of the top prospects uh, in that division at 205. I know he lost uh, to, to the old, the Bear Jew, the Scott in his last fight, uh, Paul Craig, but I I think that might be more to do with Paul Craig and maybe Jamal Hill underestimating him a bit. Like, you ever see a fighter sometimes where they need a loss in their career? You know, they might be a little bit, they might be a little bit too cockier. They might be a little bit too confident. We saw James Gallagher here in, in Ireland uh, when he, he lost to Ricky Badeas a while back and he came back and he's, he's looked better since, okay, he lost his last fight, but it doesn't take away from improvements and maybe the improvements to your mental side that you have to make to kind of come back and be better from it. I think that loss for Jamal Hill will do that for him. Now, I might, I might be wrong and maybe this is, maybe I didn't read into enough but i think people are reading into it too much i think he has such a well-rounded game that he is like elite level prospect and i look jimmy crude is very good as well don't get me wrong he's a very very good fighter but i think jimmy crude is kind of a guy who if he has uh you know if he has like a top level career in him uh, to, to get to the you know the championship level i think it might be later in his career kind of like you know the likes of the guys that are right up there now at, at the top but at at this stage of his career, um, I, I, I just don't see it at the moment. I, I don't see it. And I do think he'll... I think he's just a little bit of a better athlete. I think he's faster. I, kind of, I think he hits very hard as well. Mount Crude hits hard and he's good every result. I'm, I'm not writing off Crude at all, but I just think Jamal Hill will be a little bit smarter in this one. He will pick his shots a little bit better. And I think a plus 165 straight up, uh, I like that one. I really like that price on Jamal Hill. Um... And like, it's one of those fights where if this fight had happened a year ago or whenever the Paul Craig fight was, uh, if it had happened before that, I think Jamal Hill probably would have been maybe a minus 250 favorite here. I think he'd be a big, big fan. Well, maybe not that big because Jimmy Groot's a good fighter as well. But I think, I think people t 
thought he was very good. And the only reason he has been downgraded so much is because of a submission loss to this like sneaky submission artist who is unbelievable at it and underrated. So I'm not, as I said, I'm not ready to write off Jamal Hill yet. And uh, plus 165, yeah, I'm definitely going for that for Jamal Hill. Right, next one here. Um, I'm going for Moreno by decision at plus 120. Um... I, I just think he's a like he's he's such a good fighter. He's he's so like when you're fighting, you know. I I know obviously know Reese McKee here very well and Anthony Pettis and everyone that when you go in there against go you know guys like that and Pettis especially you know Pettis top level fighter and kind of break them down over three rounds, win a decision over three rounds. It is, you know. It, it takes a very, very good fighter to do that, right? It takes a very, very good fighter to do that. And I think Alex Morono is a very good fighter. And he's another one of these guys as well, right? Joe, he reminds me a little bit. He reminds me of like um, a Court McGee or someone like that. A guy who will be in the UFC for years and years and years. Maybe never fight for a title. Maybe never be, you know, a top 10 or top 5 ranked guy in the world. But will always be there. Will always have tough matchups. You know, halfway a lass and so, someone like that. Always be difficult for guys coming through. Um... And I, I think him by decision, what did I say it was, plus, one tw- uh, plus 120, yeah. Him to win straight up is minus 210, which I was actually ex- expecting to be a little bit less, to be honest, than that. Uh, against Mickey Gall, obviously, who's uh, plus 180 to win. Um, but I like, look, Mickey Gall's a good fighter, and I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 on it to go to the decision, to be honest. But, uh, you know... Mickey Gall, I think, has improved. I think he's tough. Uh, I think he'll stick in there with Moreno. But I think Moreno will win all three rounds here. I think Mickey Gall, maybe in the first round, he might come out well. But I think Moreno, even if Gall puts him in trouble, he's the type of guy that will come through it. Um, He's the guy that can take seven or eight or nine shots and keep going and win the next round and has really good cardio, good enough to, to kind of keep going when uh, maybe a, a younger <laughs> opponent uh, you would think would, would have a, a better run of it. But no, I, I think he is, you know, I think he's very, very good. I also don't think Mickey Gall's striking is maybe up to the level of someone like Morona who has good takedown defense and I think will make it a kickboxing match. And if you can kickbox with the likes of Reese McGee or the likes of Anthony Pettis for, uh, for three rounds or less, uh, I think you can do it with Mickey Gall as well. Now, you know, if it goes to the ground, maybe a different story. Mickey's very good on the ground. He's, I think his striking has kind of improved a little bit, Mickey, but uh, I think Alex Morona is, is very good and just tough and gritty. And at this stage of his career, uh, for Mickey Gall, I think it's maybe too much of a step. We, sometimes we forget Mickey. He came into the UFC and, what, he was only three or four fights into his career against CM Punk and Michael Jackson and and, uh, and those lads. And maybe we think that he's been around or been, uh, you know, he has been around for a long time, but being, maybe we, we feel like he's more experienced than he actually is. Whereas he's still a young fighter in his career, still improving. I think he can improve. You know, I I, uh, I have a soft spot for Mickey Gall, but, yeah, I think... Uh, I think Alex Morono here, uh, you know, by decision, plus 120. I, I think that's a good price. I'm, I'm going for that one. Um, so the next one I've gone for. This one I really kind of went back and forth uh, on. It's the, the Fiziev uh, versus Riddell fight. I was looking at it just to go to the decision. I was looking at the lads straight up. And I was looking at lots of different things. But I, what I've gone for in the end, I've gone for Fiziev to win by decision at plus 210. Now... That's a pretty good price, I think, at plus 210. The decision by itself, I think, is minus 185, you know, just for either of them to win by decision. Um, so I think that's that's the best price that stood out to me. Fizayev himself is minus 122. 
you know, Riddell is plus 102-ish. They're both around the same. I see in other places here um, that Riddell is a slight favourite and Fizev is a slight underdog. But they're just about even uh, with uh, both of them are here. So it's one of those fights. It's one of those fights where I, I, I went back and I watched a few of their fights and both look both are really well around. They both can fight everywhere, you know. Riddell, powerful, uh, you know, guy who can go three rounds. Uh, Fizev, I think that might be the the one thing with him. I think maybe the the distance, but it's still three rounds here. But I think, um, you know, his cardio long term might be a slight bit of an issue for Fizev. But I, I just think he's a little bit too much. I just think Fizev is a little bit too much. I think those kicks to the body. I think those kicks to the leg. I think he's power inside and just uh, there was one fight of his where I was watching where he's um fighting up against the cage and it's just his power in that area as well it was only a brief interlude but you you look at things like that and you're like oh he's not just powerful when he's striking he's not just powerful you know in in his all in his uh, all round striking game he's powerful as well in the clinch and in other areas and it's like whenever you see a guy like that or never see like an instance like that you it, it really sticks out for me and I just think over decision, I, and with the way the judges are judging nowadays as, as well, where impact and power means an awful lot, um, I, I think Fazeev will, will be the one there. I think Riddell is tough. I think he's really tough. I, I was thinking about going for the uh, the, the knockout for uh, for Fazeev. I pull up the price of that, and say, it, that was, um, I have it here, it's plus 420. I was looking at that for one of my flyers, but wasn't big enough for that. But yeah, may, maybe that might be another good bit. But plus 210 to go to decision and Fazeev to win it. Uh, I like that. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a close fight. I do think Fazeev will win. I do think he'll win. Maybe thirty twenty seven. But um, you know, as I said, that could be. It could be the fight of the weekend. It really, really could be. Um, and it's one. <laughs> you know, I was try. I was plucking out a bet, and like when I looked at it first, I was like, I know. I don't know who's going to win, so I'm just going to back someone to win by decision. And then when I saw the difference between Fazeev to win by decision and the fight to go to decision by itself, from plus two ten to minus one eighty five, I just think. You know, I just think that's too much of a difference to take the cowardly way out for me and not pick someone. So I go for Fazeev to win by decision plus two ten, uh, and I like that uh, a, a lot. Uh, so well, I don't like it a lot, but I like it a bit. Um, I will pop through the rest of them later on. But here's my flyer for the week, and uh, this is a this is a big one. This is a big one. So I'm going for Rob Fun to win in round five. At plus 1900. Now, this is a big flyer. Don't get me wrong. Don't put your life savings in this or anything like that. But I, I was looking at the bets of this and nothing stuck out. You know, nothing really stuck out to be. Jose Aldo, slight underdog at minus 110. Probably would have been the bet I had gone for if I hadn't cho- chosen this to be my flyer. But we've seen Aldo. You know, we saw him against Yan. And what happened there? He lost late. Was it the fourth or fifth? I think it was the fifth round. But it was late in, in the fight anyway. Um, and it was just... He had... The gas for three and a half-ish rounds in him. And it, at, at a certain point, he just didn't have it in him anymore. And I think at this stage of his career, he is still good enough to fight um, against the very top in the world. But I don't think he's good enough to fight against... Or, or, not good enough. I, I don't think he is it in him to fight five rounds against the very top in the world anymore. Now, is Font the very top in the world right now? I'm not sure. Like, does Font have the five-round cardio to go with Aldo? I'm not sure. Maybe he does, but I, I think he does. I think he does. And I think his boxing is very, very good. I think Aldo's, you know, I, I've spoken about this as well. I've, I've a thing up on Aldo about his ability to, um, you know, his ability to keep his 
um, style relevant until this very day. It's very, very rare you see someone keeping their style. He's adjusted it a bit. He doesn't throw as many leg kicks and things like that. But to keep the style that they've had for 15 years to still be relevant at the top of the game in MMA in a sport that's only barely longer than that old, you know? It's it's absolutely amazing uh, that Jose Aldo is still doing that. Um, but the his ability to keep that style going along. Like, I, I saw someone put up an article today, and I, I mentioned that video I put up as well about Aldo. Um, I like the Mark Hominick fight. And his early fights in the UFC, we need to go five rounds. And the kind of struggle with his cardio. But then he adjusted his game. There was such a differential um, that he could, like, lower his output a little bit to keep his cardio a little bit better. Now I think when he goes down to 135, he has to up that output again. And it, 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 you know, it goes against his cardio, I think. And I think that's a part of it. Look, the fact he's just getting a little bit older as well, I think, is a bigger part of it. So, uh, Font to win late here, I think, is the bet. Um, <laughs> plus 1900, round five. It's a flyer. It's a flyer. You never know. It probably won't happen. Let's be honest. But when I was looking at flyers, that was the one I went for. So, there you go. Those are my, uh, my five bets. I'll read them out again at the end. I'll quickly run through just the two cards here. Uh, well, not, not all the cards, but things that maybe stand out. And, and just the, the main fight as well. So, Horiguchi is, uh, as I mentioned, minus 170. Pettis plus 145. In the co-main event there, it's Emmanuel Sanchez versus Jeremy Kennedy. Sanchez is minus 205. Kennedy plus 165. I believe the fight between Alfie Davis and JJ Wilson is off. That's a big pity. I was looking forward to that one. Uh, Cullen Huckbody is plus 600 against Johnny Eblen. Minus, uh, minus 1,000. So, I won't be, you won't be betting on that one, I don't think. The Scoggins Hill fight, they're both minus 115 there. So, that's close. Uh, Oliver Incamp. That was one I was looking at as well, plus 100. That's not a bad bet. That's not a bad bet at all uh, against Kyle Crutchmere. I think he's a good fighter. He lost a couple of fights ago. Um, and I think Incamp is a lot better than the guy he lost. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing that one uh, as well. Um, there's been a slight change as well from my preview. Spike Carlisle is coming in here to fight Dan Murray. He's now minus 120 over Murray, who's plus 100. That's only changed in the last three or four days. Uh, so that's a, that's a very interesting one. Someone coming in as a big favorite on such short notice. Uh, Mike Hamill plus 110 over kills Mana minus uh, 115 or a little bit closer in, in, in some places. But yeah, those are the main fights there uh, anyway from uh, from Bellator. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Alexander Shabley as well. Obviously, he's another minus 170 plus 310 Bobby King. And the UFC then Aldo straight up, as I mentioned, plus 111. Uh, he is here. Uh, Rob Font minus 131. So, you know, a slight favorite Rob Font. Uh, Riddell. Plus one or two, Fizayev minus one, two, two. That's just, I think that's just about right, to be honest. I, maybe I'd have Fizayev a little bit of a bigger favourite there. Uh, Clay Guida, plus 161, minus 185 for um, Leo Dos Santos. My my uh, my guy, Jamal Hill, plus 165, minus 190 for Jim, uh, Jimmy Crute. Uh, Brendan Allen, he's another guy I was looking at against Chris Curtis, but he's minus 350. I think that's a little bit big, to be honest. I do favour him, but... When I looked at that price, I was like, ooh, I don't know. Uh, Dusa Tatarovic, minus 150 against Maki Pitola, plus 130. Manel Cape as well, minus 250 over Zimagulov, who's plus 210. You know, Cape, you never know what Cape is going to show up. You never know what Cape is going to show up. Plus, uh, so, plus 210 there. I, I, look, I'd be picking Cape to win that fight, don't get me wrong. But plus 210 on Zimagulov, I wouldn't, I would not sniff at that by any, any shape or means at all. Jake Matthews on this card as well. He's a minus 172 favourite over uh, Jeremy Wells. Alonzo Minifield, minus 163 against William Knight. That should be a very, very good fun fight. Um, Cheyenne Boy is on the card as well. She is the favourite at minus 175 over uh, over Mallory Martin. 
And uh, yeah, there's another few fights as well there. And we will end up with uh, Alex Morono versus Mickey Gall. Plus, uh, plus 180 for Mickey Gall. Minus 210 for Morono. That Smolka fight, that Smolka fight still on as well. Minus 10. Uh, minus, uh, sorry, minus 150 for Luis Smolka. And plus 130 for Vince Morales. So all in all, uh, a, a pretty... Uh, a pretty interesting weekend in the world of mixed martial arts. And I'll give you my five bets again. Uh, Kyoji Haraguchi, minus 170 to win straight up. Uh, Jamal Hill, plus 165. Alex Morono, by decision, at plus 120. Rafael, Rafael even Fizayev, plus 210 to win by decision. And Rob Font to win in round five at plus 100. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 1900. 